bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the weekend politics like we're talking about reality TV. Uh, and this is my unwanted, unwilling, and ungrateful birthday episode. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I hated birthdays before I turned 40, but now that I'm past it, I never <laughs> want to see another birthday again i just uh-huh, uh-huh. it's just i know believe me i know <laughs> well i got so many nice messages and gifts which is always i always it just always surprises me because i'm not on facebook which is birthday thirst central uh-huh. so and obviously i'm a i'm a walking fucking self-obsessed thirst so i i'm a my own facebook i guess my my but uh-huh. i i feel like facebook is always the place so you know, like Sasha Flick made me a, a, a lovely picture of of married Whitney Houston's legendary iconic drug den with my photograph. I, I've never felt that was exciting. <laughs> I mean, that was exciting. And it was like a National Enquirer. Yeah. F- p- p- whatever. Pay, you the, know. the I mean, I immediately texted to Yanni. I was like, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I feel like this was I mean, it really belongs to him. He just doesn't have the kind yes. of drug den um, mystique that we have. But he's definitely, he's the Whitney. He's, he's, yeah. he's Whitney. He's yeah. married to Whitney. But anyway, yeah. I couldn't have been more touched. Um, before I get into all of my awesome gifts, I do want to shout out two very special members of our Patreon family, Devin Vrana and Ann Flora. Um, Devin lost her dad last year, like day before my birthday, and Ann just lost her mom. You know, these things are like horrific and you're sort of kind of obsessed with that. You're kind of, I would say you're kind of like death obsessed, like in I'm, terms. Yeah. I am death obsessed. You're just yeah. sort of waiting now, and for. It's, yeah. I'm just yeah. waiting to die. And, um, and for your loved ones to die, I think. Yeah. Not waiting, but you're, it's your, that's your big thing. I've turned a corner in yeah. my, I've never, ever, 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 ever had a care in the world about any of it. <laughs> yeah. And now, um, I'm just waiting for everyone to die and for me to die. And it's, it's awful. Yeah. Horrible. I think it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. And anyone, I guess, past a certain age gets it. And so we we're we're here for you. Anne. we're sorry. It is the cycle of life and it's never more evident or more painful than on birthdays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we also celebrate birdie. I don't know if you remember little birdie. Mama. She was born on my birthday in 2019 so now it's her birthday, too. Wow. That means she's three. Oh, my God. We have a three-year-old? Yeah, and she was born wow. when we were in New Orleans wow. doing our live show. 
She's so cute. She's a big baby, and she's three now. I mean, I don't even think her mom still fucking listens. But listen, <laughs> we it's like we just think we just think of these people, you know, that people go and, and new ones come, and yeah. and the new ones will die in the um in the in the, in the environment. gonna die. Well, these ones will die younger <laughs> because of the environmental crisis. So we have that. Um, so God, Ju- Julie Lang sent me an Ulta gift card with a note. Generous, generous Ulta gift card. She always hooks it up, yeah. Julie Lang. And she said, happy birthday, Brandy. You do you, boo. Enjoy your day and hope you stock up on all the goodness you need to fully do you. XXOO, a Julie Lang. I'm thrilled Julie didn't, didn't send over um, another bottle of expensive rum barrel whiskey because oh god. god knows that yeah. went down in about two hours <laughs> between the two of us and we you know what i haven't been drinking and i'm more i'm worse than ever i'm crazy you really are but <laughs> <I'm insane. laughs> just kidding you know that's because that's because of that yeah but i am too in yeah, my people don't realize that's how we we medicate but we have to get that's the thing we got to go through the fucking river of shit to get out to the other side so it's gonna be fine uh i'm you know, just obsessing about death and fucking my all my <sighs> yeah. ailments, and, and we're just gonna get through it. It's gonna be okay because it's do you twenty two and the shit is fucking your birthday and it's all fucking and every boobs are okay. Meredith Larson also sent me an Ulta gift card. I feel so seen. The level it's your favorite with Devin too that I'm gonna be able to just fucking I could do like a haul. I could be like, hey you guys, should do a haul. Hey guys, hey guys, it's me Brandy. <laughs> Thanks for my birthday wishes and cards from Ulta. Uh, here's my here's welcome to my channel i did an ulta haul that's what it is yeah Yeah. and then you can be like oh my god i got the new palette from james dean (laughs) i got the other palette from courtney james james i got another james and then james james i love james square james square has the best palettes he just knows a woman's face Kylie James, Kylie James, James Trish, James Trish, Trish James, Moses James, <laughs> Paytas Kylie, Paytas James. There's so many different uh, JoJo James, yeah, JoJo Siwa James, all of them. They all have palettes, and all the palettes are just amazing. And they're all. What's amazing is who knew there were so many different colors that you could put on your face. They're huge. They fit nowhere. You can only use three of the colors. The palettes can fuck off and bug off. And I'll tell you that Meredith Larson, in her note. She used the iconic bug off <laughs> when she says happy birthday from your favorite Jan 19th birthday twin. Jody Sweeten can bug off. Um, I'd kill to go into an alley with Jody Sweeten right now and just <laughs> raid her purse. She's an old ex drug addict. Yeah. Now, Meredith Larson, I never put together was with the same birthday as me with Brad and Evangeline, oh. her, her supermodel daughter in North Dakota. So that's pretty, that's, I, I do feel a connection to Meredith. I love when, I love and hate when people have my same birthday, but I love when there are people that have a daughter named Evangeline. That's for God, good, goddamn sure. Yeah, well. That's like, that is gorgeous. That's when it feels kismet. But then when yeah. somebody you don't like has your birthday, right. you're like, ew, am I like that? <laughs> exactly. Is that how I am? Exactly. Oh my God. And Yoni sent a gift wrapped care package all the way from across the pond wow. as they say my mouth uh-huh. from england uh-huh. my home away from home i mean yeah. that is my fucking why am i not in england i don't know why i you don't should either. be because that's where your roots are yeah uh we fucking love andione right my yes she came to our very first live show in la way back in 2017 
We got drunk as fuck with her British ass, okay? Because <laughs> the bitch can drink, and so can we. She's definitely one of the original 14 listeners. She was one of the first people on the Drug Dumb Bulletin board. Our picture up there, we're drunk and wasted at, like, the Beverly Hills Hotel <laughs> with her. Harry, God rest in peace. Oh, her, yeah. Her horse. horse. Yeah. You can't be British and not have a fucking horse. Like, that is... She was British and she had a horse named Harry. Like, know, it's, crazy. it's so hot. We love Harry. He's, he'll never, he will never leave the drug down bulletin board ever. No, We've no. done so much drugs with Harry. It's not even funny. <laughs> now, um, she did not send any alcohol. Thank Good. Jesus. And uh-huh. I don't even, we might not even be able to do that across the, the oh, like international waters. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I know she's, cause it's not like duty free. She, yeah, <laughs> dude, it, it certainly isn't duty free. Not uh. when it comes to you. <laughs> Is this thing on? Hey. Where are you from? How are you? How are you tonight? <laughs> All right. Where's my peeps at? Good evening, Denver. <laughs> now we have been on a three day juice detox cleanse. We were. Yeah. And we hadn't had any food or alcohol. We just had these bullshit fucking you know, troll juices. Yes. I open her package. You're not even here. And I'm just like, please let there be anything, 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 anything. I opened it right up. Maltesers fell out. The bitch knows those are basically like European whoppers. Right. Whoppers cannot even. Nope. That's like eating sand at the beach compared yes. to a Malteser. It's putting sand in a ball, in a little ball. Uh-huh. And then eating it. I don't even like Whoppers, but I like Maltesers. It's, that's how, that's the difference. It's the best chocolate. Oh, Andione, Mamma wasn't even here. We were, of course, on the phone. I ate the entire <laughs> Maltesers in one sitting because I hadn't you eaten. You saved me too. You saved me too. I, I, I said, try this. And, and I did. Then, and they were good. And I saved, the, then there was also these like truffle ones that I saved. Oh, yeah. A, a, a three for my mom to try. Those are individually wrapped. She said all this candy, taffy lollipops. And just um, sweet tarts and everything we need for our oral fixation as we're trying to stop things. Um, <laughs> the coup de gras really was the pocket Kardashian wisdom book oh, yeah. uh-huh. that, you know, on the back says. On the back says there's a lot of baggage that comes with us, but it's like Louis Vuitton baggage. You always want it. 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 Come. Well, it's so great. The cover, I immediately made you name each one. And I did. Because it's animated pictures of the Kardashians. And I was like, okay, Mimma, which one's which? And you're like, Chloe, mm-hmm. Chris, Courtney, Kendall, Kim, and Kylie. Oh, yeah, bitch. Right? You yeah. know you are doing it. Dyken on in your best <laughs> life when you can recognize an animated, I wouldn't say the best likeness of the Kardashians. You have to really know the nuance of the Kardashian and I do. to get it, and you do, yep. and that is something to be proud of. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot We're, to offer. You're wearing a Kanye shirt right now. I am. I am. That you I know, got for you. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to Julie and Brandy, first and foremost, happy birthday. B, secondly, don't mind the handwritten note. Ordered a cute card that didn't come in time, much like the gifts I also ordered. My handwriting is shocking and made worse by the fact I hurt my hand falling off my roller skates, lol. Still in total awe of you both and the epic job you do on the weekly. Thanks for the laughs. Holding out hope you both make it to the UK at some point. Anyhow, I'm waffling. Much love, and Dione. P.S. Can we get a drug den tour? I really want to find Harry, R.I.P. on the bulletin board. Oh, 
Well, yes. Yeah. We should take a picture. Right. And by the way, on the back it said PPS, the George Foreman box. That's <gasps> all she wrote <laughs> because everything came in a George Foreman grill box. Which is funny. But she's so funny. She just wrote PPS, the George Foreman yeah, box. Like, Antione, you're a bitch. We love you. We love you. <laughs> you we, batch. You batch. You're a Kardashian batch. And we, we do. We love you. Now, Kathleen from Colorado... I mean, last but not least, I even hate to, like, rush through this. Um, sent a funny-ass birthday care package in a huge box. On the return address part, it says, across the Rubicon. That's all she wrote. <laughs> and upon opening the box is an extra-large disposable shopping bag from Denver Red Rocks Amphitheater with a post-it note on, on the top of it that says, shopping trip? Do it, Mimelic Johnny. Shopping trip? <laughs> Shopping so trip? cute, Kathleen. Just like so. And of course, I knew, I assumed it was from her when, when I opened it just because it said, because of Denver. Yeah. And um, it was a big box and it was just really fun to open. And I mean, I'm, we're putting it here because this is my birthday episode and everyone's not going to be into hearing about this next week. I would have to say the gift I loved most, which was right on top, was a baby pink mirrored compact <laughs> with a gold Gucci B on it. Yeah. Um, and it says Queen B. Uh huh. God uh, knows, and apparently Cat Rooney <laughs> knows. I love a portable fucking double mirror, yes, honey. Yes. Uh, and I have that B on many things in my life yes. that I cherish, uh -huh. right, Mamau? Yes, you some, do. Some people think of Beyonce when they see that B, and some people think of me. Well, just <laughs> two people, me and you. <laughs> I will always have the B because yeah. it's tattooed on me. Yeah. So. Yeah. How about that? So it's 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 B Randy's B in this place. So hopefully Kathleen thinks of me when she thinks of the B. But the box was filled with tissues. Thank <laughs> God. Like thank God. Yeah, she, because woo! she literally wrote these are perfect for the car. We immediately threw one in your truck. Like one is sitting right now, and they're everywhere. We we couldn't even put them away. We couldn't even store them. They were they're in every room. No, because the Santa Ana Santa Ana wins were this week. Which apparently blew up every fucking dirt and dander and whatever, and it's in my fucking nose and congestion oh, and this, ears. Did they say that on like the local news? That it was uh, that, no, I, I put it together. I was like, oh, why okay. is our shit exploding? And I can't. I feel I have COVID and a full. You know what I mean? And also, everyone's trash blew into your yard. I'm oh, like picking up God. Reese's peanut butter. I'm like. Who got to eat this shit? <laughs> it wasn't from this house. So why am I picking up your trash? It's like, because you're, Ugh. but then the atmosphere looks, but it, 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 the atmosphere looks really clean after it blows, but I mean, it blew for days, but yeah, I didn't put that together. Um, Kathleen sent iPhone charging cords, classy as fuck tank tops, pens, scrunchies, koozies, pain patches, workout towels, candies, crystals, pine cones from Colorado. And I thought, my my main gift was the was the was the mirrored compact with the gold uh -huh. gold bee on it. You got a personalized polar camel yeti cup that says, "Yes, I've pressed record." <laughs> oh, I love it! But it's got ice and water in it right now for my health journey. Yeah, thank you so much. I fucking love it, and you know I love a yeti in every orifice of the yeah. house and in the car and everywhere. I've been living that it says I pressed record, and yeah. that, that's your thing you say every time <laughs> at the beginning of our Patreon podcast. Uh -huh. If you want to hear a free episode of our Patreon podcast, go to julianbrandy.com, and there's a link to the free episode on every page. Um, before we pop out, 
I do want to say that she sent a bunch of stickers from her restaurant. Um, it's called Under the Umbrella Cafe and Bakery. If you're in the Denver area, stop by there. I had to lurk the menu because I'm fucking starving straight yeah. up. Uh-huh. And the food looks fucking delicious. And they have breakfast burritos, which you know, Mamau. I fucking love breakfast burritos. Yes. It's like my top five That's favorite so, yeah. food. And she says, hi, guys. I hope you enjoy this care package. It's full of things that made me think of you over the past year. The level of procrastination is still very real, but I had to get this off to you for Brandy's birthday. I am so proud of the two of you. Despite everything, DGP is still going strong. Please give yourself more credit. The podcast is extremely well done. Insightful. I just love it. (laughs) Love you, Mucho. P.S. I've named the rat Gary. (laughs) (laughs) The rat is our little rat that lives in our um, in our birdhouse cafe. He likes to come in at night and just <laughs> That's snuggle right. in, have he's, some grub. He's a legend on the Patreon he is, podcast. Oh, he is, and he's going strong. He's not dead yet. Wishing you the very best of birthdays. Do you 22 is going to be great. Heart Kathleen. Okay, now we interrupt our regularly scheduled JoJo and Kiki for an emergency edition of The Clapback. called the clapback it's an old segment that we haven't done in a while because when it comes to politics there's never any good fucking clapbacks and unfortunately this one is no exception we are really reaching here but what can we do the news is boring as fuck so and real quick before anyone tries to send us their notes about how aoc clapbacks on twitter every day no sweetie we aren't looking for the social media clapback (laughs) moment we only care about real verbal consequential clapbacks Keyboard stunting doesn't count. (laughs) Keyboard stunting. No, it doesn't because it doesn't matter or mean anything. And this one technically doesn't matter either because there won't be any immediate consequences. But it is verbal. It is on the record. And it is a clapback that will reverberate through the Democratic Party for the next two years until the 2024 election. That's right. And no matter what happens in 2024, this clapback means that finally that dumb fuck piece of shit fake bisexual (laughs) Republican jizz guzzling counterfeit Democrat senator from Arizona, Kirsten Sinema, officially has the whole entire Democratic Party Against her. Finally. Not only the Democratic Party of her home state, Arizona, but also the National Democratic Committee and every Democratic Party in between that has anything to do with anything and anyone. You're done, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's the true beauty of this clapback. She's done. Regardless of if a different Democrat manages to win and re- replace her or the more likely scenario of a Republican taking her seat in 2024. Either way, in two more years, Kirsten Jizima is fucking done. I would literally rather see a Republican in Congress in that seat than her anyway. Totally. Bring back Jeff Flake. I don't care who it is. Yeah. Just knowing it won't be her is everything. 
everyone's best birthday <laughs> gift since Y2K. Like, honestly, I hate her more than I hate Donald Trump. I'm telling you. I, I, I do. I said I do, too. Oh, have you already said that? Did I steal that from Haven't you? Haven't I said that I hate her more than anyone oh. in the on, on the thing? Okay, well, our new slogan, our new thing, our new hot take yeah. of, of, of dumb gay politics of the regular weed is we hate Kirsten Cinema more than Donald Trump. Uh, yes. I cannot fucking wait until her fucking ass has to take a seat. <laughs> Two more years and she has to take a seat. Yeah. Stupid bitch. She... <laughs> I mean, she barely got elected in Arizona in 2020 in the first place. She rode the coattails of Jojo and Kiki. Okay. Parading around Arizona, acting like she was bisexual so she could get the endorsements of Emily's list and the human rights campaign. And then she went ahead and used every last dollar that the Arizona Democratic Party had spent all year raising. Fundraising money that was for all of the Democratic Arizona candidates and offices, by the way, not just for Kirsten Cinema. But she was the one, she was the one who used it all. Yeah. She used all the money. And then when it came time for her to answer to the party that single-handedly got her fucking ass elected by the sheer amount of money they threw at her campaign, they literally could not get a meeting with her. Let me repeat that. The Arizona Democratic Committee could not get a meeting with the Democratic Senator of Arizona. And they tried for months. Months. It's just not to be born. Just, I'll take a wolf in wolf's clothing than a wolf thousand. in a cunt's clothing. One thousand. It is so despicable that this bitch who calls herself a Democrat would not even meet with her own party. At least grow some fucking balls, you dumb bitch. And go sit down in front of your party and tell them how you're going to vote in the Senate on voting rights. Uh-huh. Like that whole, you know, like video of her handshaking and all that. It's like. She wouldn't even meet with her own party about how she was going to vote in the Senate on voting rights. Arizona is ground zero for the brand new Trump restrictive, discriminatory, blah, 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 all the shit voting laws. Okay. It's literally ground zero. And the Democratic senator from fucking Arizona voted against stopping these laws, these Trumpian laws. I, I, it's, it, to me, honestly, it's unfucking believable if she were a villain in like a movie, like a political thriller starring Nardo DiCaprio Ooh, and like, uh-huh. and what's your boyfriend's name? Tom Hardy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if she were the villain in, in a movie with Nardo and Tom Hardy, uh-huh. I would, if, and I was watching, I'd be like this, this fucking unrealistic shit is dumb. Like, come on one. Of course it's one woman. She has to be a Democrat and she's now stopping every piece of legislation from going through. Like, come on, that's such bullshit. That would never happen in real life. And why do you have to make her a woman? <laughs> I know. I know exactly. And, it's I'm clear, so- and that's why they make him a woman because she's a fucking woman. And that's what they do. <laughs> I know it's so disappointing and not to mention that she's lying and saying it's about, um, um, it's procedural, right? It's procedural (laughs) and we can't, we have to stop being divided and stop being divided and work together. Her fucking trope of working together and her talk about gaslighting, her gaslighting trope of working together is, is now burned in a fire. And yet here we are. But alas, the Arizona democratic party finally clapped the fuck back at Kirsten Jizima. Finally, after suffering through a year of this fraudulent fuckstick, voting against everything. Ah, finally. <laughs> I liked it. Ah, ah. The Arizona Democratic Party officially and formally censured her. Now, I'm not entirely sure what that means, 
But other high-profile Democratic senators like Bernie Sanders went on record this weekend saying that they would support another Democrat running against her stupid fucking fuckface ass in 2024. So, if nothing else, I know it's good. It's definitely good. I mean, it's meaningless, but it's good. So, basically, a censure is defined as a formal public group condemnation or clapback of an individual whose actions run counter to the group's acceptable standards for individual behavior. So censures are popular in situations where someone is a member of a particular group that is inextricably tied to their job, but they are impervious to being fired from their job by said group. So like a good example, I think a good example is like, a church leader who owns and runs their own church independently, but at the same time, their church just simply by denomination is affiliated with like a larger organization or like charities, like the Jewish yeah. national council of Jewish women or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So in those cases, it's like that charity can't then get that person fired from their own church that they run. Right. You know? Yes. But they, you know, they can say that we all don't agree with you. Yeah. We're all against you. Yeah. Okay, so, like, with publicly elected officials, okay, they, they, they're connected to all kinds of different fucking organizations that have officially endorsed them and given money to their campaigns, so then when they do something gross, those organizations then censure that senator of go or governor or whoever? I mean, kinda, but usually if their actual job, like I said, is not inextricably t connected to that organization, then the organization will just point blank kick them the fuck out or publicly denounce them or, you know what I mean, like distance themselves. So like in the case of like Kirsten Gizma, she had been previously endorsed by Emily's List and HRC and both of those motherfuckers are like, uh, no, bitch, we're done. Our association with you is done. Our affiliation with you is done. We're no longer giving you any money now. We're no longer, we will not be supporting you in 2024. We will be supporting your fucking you know, because it's not even technically her opposing because they're not going to support the Republican. They're right. going to support the another Democrat, another Democrat right. that comes in. And yeah. that's like just something Democrats just don't do because we pussies, honey, mm -hmm. we pussies. <laughs> so this is kind of a big deal. And it's in, in even in just in terms of like Emily's list and HRC, it's like we need to finally start getting fucking like a little bit cutthroat. Yep. But then with the Democratic Party of Arizona, they had to censor her because they're like kind of stuck with her still. Right. She's a registered Democrat elected to office in Arizona and they can't get her fired. They can't get her taken away from being the senator. So they and they can't really even kick they can't kick her out of the Democratic Party. So they're just kind of like, oh, good. So like she's still like allowed around and is part of it. And it's like it's like, you know, when it's like like in succession, it's like you can't be like, you know, we want. Um, yeah, Kendall can't try and take over the company and then talk shit about everyone and walk in and think that everyone's just going to be like, hey, come yeah. on in. But he still can walk through. It's just everyone hates you. Right. And you can't be like, Gary, get off the board. It's like right. Gary's already on the board. So, right. um, but by formally and publicly censuring her, and this happens on succession all the time. Yep. They'll point Blake go up and be like, you know, yeah, Kendall and his, and, you know, and he, he's, he's, he's gone off the rocker and yep. he has gone to rehab and it's like, oh, great. Um, they have the, the, the Arizona Democratic Party has made it clear that other Democrats are free to run against her and right. also, by the way, shun her and oh, talk shit so about good. her so because good. she's a fucking pariah now. Uh -huh. And her only choice, if she wants to win in 2024, is to switch to being a Republican. And she will. Yeah. And I love how fucking pissed they are at her. Bernie Sanders was on every 
single show dancing for all the corrupt dollars stuck in her jizz-stained G-string, promising that he's open to supporting a new Democrat coming in and running against her. Elizabeth Warren, same. Oh, you know Elizabeth Warren couldn't stand her from jump. And then they had to have that meeting. Remember where Elizabeth Warren had to just like slowly coax her into coming over? Uh (sighs) Yeah. And that's what happens when you spend the entire year hulking around in your tiny backpack like pink. And that's what happens when you spend the entire year hulking around in your tiny backpack like a pink, furry, hungry tiger for Republican (laughs) jizz. She voted against... Raising the minimum wage. She voted against the Build Back Better infrastructure bill. She voted against climate change. She voted against the water crisis bill for cities like Flint, Michigan. She voted against the Build Back Better human infrastructure bill. She voted against universal pre-kindergarten and child care. She voted against the tax-related child poverty bill. And then finally, her cunt de gras this last (laughs) week, on the week where the nation took one day off of work to celebrate the life and achievement of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. She was one of only two registered Democrats in the Senate to vote unanimously with the Republicans to kill the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. She is a fucking scourge and we are finally done. Okay, now we get to do a brand new segment where all we do is celebrate Vice President Kamala Harris because it's my birthday episode and that's exactly what the fuck I want to do. Kamala Harris. segment where we finally get to talk about just Kamala Harris and how much we fucking love her and support everything she does. Why? Because it's Brandy's birthday episode and Kiki's one year old birthday as vice president of the United States. And Brandy told me to say, hold on. Wait a minute. I got it. Bug it, memo. I got it. I got it. I got it. it. Okay. Quote. And that makes them twins as well as soulmates and also soul sisters and blood brothers until death do them part. And anyone who doesn't agree is shady and doesn't know the truth about their deep and abiding connection that is absolutely going to last forever, no matter what anyone thinks and no matter what Kamala Harris does, even if it's bad, which it won't be because she's an incredible leader. And even if it was, Brandy wouldn't care because she stands by her no matter what, end quote. That's right. Yes. Slow clap for me. (laughs) And to prove... Right now that our connection with Kiki is real, I will now force our 14 listeners <laughs> for the hundredth time mm-hmm. to revisit the time in 2019 when Julie asked Kamala Harris oh, a question wow. at the CNN LGBTQ town hall while I looked and lurked on with Peggy Davis <laughs> eyes from the sideline 
And Kamala Harris reacts as if she's heard of our <laughs> podcast and knows Julie, which, by the way, she probably did know you, Meow Meow, from Curb Your Enthusiasm because you know Doug and Kiki watch Curb. Mm. But anyway, I don't care because she clearly was into it and her energy and spirit are so goddamn fucking beautiful. And anyone <laughs> who sees this clip and denies it can literally fuck right off. Just if anyone wants to see it, the link on YouTube is <laughs> Gay Politics Podcast Jokes with Vice President Kamala Harris, which is for anyone who wants to see it visually, which I highly recommend so you can see the beauty and joy that is Kiki <laughs> and her smiling eyes and her laugh and her hair. But for everyone else, here is the audio. Don't worry. It still provides the strong whops. So one more yeah. question that's okay. on this topic. Okay. okay. I want to bring in Julie Goldman, an actor, stand-up comic, and co-host of the podcast, Dumb gay politics. Yes, yes. What is yes, your question? Hi, hi. Hi. My God, you guys, this is so amazing. First, thank you so much. This means the world to all of us. Thank you for being here and putting this on. I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah. Also, when do you think the Republican LGBT town hall will be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Senator Harris. Yes. Let's get into it. You are one of our senators here in California. Who cares I mean, about the who question? Cares, who cares about LGBT humor? Oh, just who cares? <laughs> oh, God, I can't take it. I can't uh, take hearing it. Hearing her laugh will never, ever get old. Especially at you. I mean, <laughs> I sorry you're I so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and for all the people out there who have gone on record who find her laugh, quote, annoying or cloying or inauthentic or grating, you need to take a long, hard look in the mirror and fucking check yourself. You need to check your fucking sexism, your internalized misogyny, your fucking mommy issues, your tiny dick issues, your issues with women, and your issues with black women in general. Because I'll tell you one thing, Hillary Clinton had a lot of amazing qualities and has done a lot of great things for this country, but one thing she doesn't have is an authentic smile or a warm, infectious laugh. And I never heard one person mention it. That's right. Boom. <laughs> That's right. And so we say... To all the Kiki Laugh haters, and particularly Wall Street Journal columnist Peggy Noonan, mm. who is the whitest and the <laughs> loudest of all the haters. Aren't you the coat check girl, Peggy? <laughs> well, here's the vice president's coat. So check it, bitch. <laughs> well, there's one person who we know loves Kiki's laugh as much as we do. And not just her laugh, but everything about her. Now, we only know this person through Twitter, which in general is a toxic garbage hotel for trolls and bots who originates somewhere on the Eastern Bloc. And it was so fucking gross during the 2020 presidential campaign. I'm surprised Trump and Putin never created a technology to poison someone through a tweet. If they could have, they would have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they tried. But through the polluted landscape of hazardous Twitter waste, Brandy stumbled ac across an account called at vote Kamala. The pinned tweet was Kamala's laugh, a compilation. And the very first reply was from Doug Emhoff, Kiki's husband, who responded, love this, but love even more that I get to see this laugh in person all the time. Thumbs up emoji, fire emoji, heart emoji, like Jewish emoji, <laughs> Jewish many, fire a little emoji, too many emojis, like Doug, taco but... <laughs> emoji. Okay, I just, I can't with how much I love their love. I know, you're obsessed with their love. I love their love. Well, I couldn't with how much I loved the at vote Kamala account, which in the description simply said, quote, just trying to spread some positive content for the people, not affiliated with VP Harris, duh. Okay, it was at this point that I said, 
quite frankly, fuck Kamala Harris. I'm now in love with the rarefied individual who was only running this social media account for pure and selfless reasons. I had never before or since experienced such a being. No name, no personal shit, just trying to be a positive place for people to fall in love with Kiki. So me being me, as I do, I immediately, of course, made it about me and retweeted the laughing montage with the comment, at vote Kamala, one Twitter with this montage, how anyone could look at this and not vote for Kamala Harris, I just don't know. She is a beacon. So then all these different people replied to my retweet, being really supportive and, of course, mentioning me. And, <laughs> and they were obsessed with Kiki and lots of leses, not for nothing. <laughs> but then, but then, mm. the person behind the at vote Kamala account replied back and said, <laughs> and here's, here's the coup de grace. <laughs> the person said, oh, my God, wait, I also loved you on the people's couch. I mean... And just seen. And that's really when it all came full circle for us, because there's nothing better than someone who loves Kamala Harris as much as us. Also, loving us as much as us. <laughs> so without further ado, here to talk about the legendary at Vote Kamala Twitter account, as well as the undying yet dead fandom of People's Couch. Please welcome the person behind the account we've been standing since 2020, VK. Hi, oh. VK. <laughs> oh my god what an intro i'm dead i'm shook it really was full circle I now mean, that you guys said all that i'm like wow they really just mesh together perfectly we really 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 do and i mean so before we get into of course kamala harris you you have to tell us about how you, much you love people's cat what's the deal with you and people's couch? okay 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 well i mean how could i not love it Christina Aguilera voice. It was ahead of its time. Like, it was just perfect. I just loved it. Even if I didn't watch the shows, you guys are just hilarious. Your little chihuahuas. I just was obsessed. Was now, obsessed. did you watch Bravo in general or? Yes, I am a Bravo stan. Are you still for doing better it? better or worse. Um, not every single franchise of the Housewives now, but most of them still. Like, New York. Potomac, Atlanta, the what, mainstays, you know? Yeah. Is there anything you were watching as Bravo, you know, recovering? Addicts. Uh, yeah, addicts. <laughs> we, mm -hmm. we basically dipped after people's couch. We had to just quit cold turkey, and it was really a nightmare. We, we have PTSD <laughs> from quitting. Mm -hmm. It was the oh, hardest no. thing we've ever done, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of, we're getting back into it now a little in a healthier mm -hmm. way. You know, we're, we're, we're dry drunks, basically, with Bravo. We're, we're doing it a little. But yeah. What what shows, if any, have you quit that you just dropped? You're like, you know, I'm just done with that. Yeah, mostly Housewife franchises. So, like, OC, I just kind of dropped. Mm. When it got to, like, I think it was, like, mid-2020 pandemic, and then Kelly Dodd was going crazy. I was like, nah, I'm good on this. It's kind of boring. Uh, Dallas, I also dropped out of. Um, Canceled. No. Yeah, well, that too, yeah. yeah. Before I got canceled, I dropped. Yeah, I that's like, great. Mm a lot um i think that's it i do still watch below deck i can't can't let it go are you um, doing like summer house what about vanderpump no i'm okay vanderpump i'm sort of letting go at the moment i was with it up until now or up until i guess the last season but the season i just don't really have a desire to keep going i don't know maybe it's just me no i think Not you should let it go Bravo, but 
Okay, I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for the best. I know you guys hosted, though, the after yeah. show. Was that? But, I mean, that was, was that? the peak of Vanderpump. Yeah. So we can only yeah, just credit true. ourselves for that, of course. But <laughs> I think Vanderpump has, has run its course. I, I mean, with so. said with yeah. love, but, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about how you started the Vote Kamala Twitter. Like, how did the Vote Kamala Twitter account come to be? Yeah. Okay. First of all, before I forget, happy belated birthday, Brandy. Thank you. I just needed to say that. Capricorn queen. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And also, I do have to say, like, your podcast has had distinguished guests, you know, like Eric Swalwell, Lander <laughs> Jones, Rosie fucking O'Donnell, and then you have me. So, like, clearly, you guys are doing some charity work today. I love it. Oh, we're like, so- I'm so excited to be yeah. here. People are, if they're, when they check this account out, they're going to see the, the, yeah. And we're going to get into it, but like you're, you, you are a special, very special presence and contribution on the, the internet <laughs> hellscape. <laughs> no. Okay. That's true. I'll agree that like, it's a hellscape and I try to not be that, but, um, you're doing too much. I appreciate you, but, uh, okay. To get to the beginning, I mean, I'll try to do it fast. Basically around, I first heard of Kamala in like 2013, uh, I believe it was when she officiated the first same-sex couple marriage in California. I just remember hearing her name, and I have a unique name, and it just kind of stuck with me for a while. But since you know, I wasn't super involved in politics in 2013. And were you in involved in same-sex coupleage at all? No. Okay. Okay. Just checking. No. Just checking. No, unfortunately, okay. no. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. No one, yeah, right. no one ever says unfortunately <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, anyway, so <laughs> um, flash forward 2016, absolute dumpster fire of a presidential election. Like hell on earth, we all know. It's election night, we get the results. I have a full on breakdown, like yes, many others. Yes. Yup, 3 a.m., like snot everywhere. It was just a shit show. And I just remember doom scrolling on Twitter, on my personal account. And seeing, like, one bright spot of the night, which was that Kamala Harris had won her election and had become the first or second black woman and the first South Asian woman to be elected to the Senate. And it was more than that. It was her victory speech that night that really got me. Um, I mean, here she was. She won a big historic election. And she had to go out and, like, console a crowd almost because they had gotten the other results. And um, I just remember her saying... Um, you know, about needing to fight going forward and how we have to pick ourselves up. And I just felt really inspired by her grit and her tenacity that night. Like, I just really needed it. You know, when you're down, down someone who just gives you some, like, good advice, you just you stick with them. Yeah. And that's basically when I knew that she would someone I would get behind. Um, and so I think 2017, I had saved the Vote Kamala username, never really thought about, like, creating the account though because i had a personal account like who needs multiple twitter accounts when one is enough hell but i was like you know all right and then yeah 2017 2018 she was kicking ass in hearings um yeah the the kavanaugh hearings alone i mean she had that man shaking yeah i (laughs) just knew the bill bar bill bar like his dick went inside went inverted yeah yeah Yep. please that I mean just sessions like the list <laughs> goes on I just felt so 
I don't know, just like inspired and like vindicated when she was taking down these like horrible corrupt men. It just felt so good. And that pushed me even like I needed to have her in power sooner, like for me. I mean, I knew she was in California, but I'm in Michigan. I needed her to be my president, like, you know, real soon. So I mean, I want to say it does say something. Julie cried the election (laughs) night, too. And we I mean, we voted for Kamala Harris um, for senator that year, but we weren't even we weren't here for any of that. We weren't even looking at senators. You know what I mean? So I think it does say a lot that you, she was a, she was, she was a beacon for you. Yeah. And it's, it's it's cool. I mean, it's really cool. That's, that's leadership. That's Mm -hmm. that, that is somebody that, that made some people feel better that night. Not us. Cause we had our head up our ass and weren't even paying attention. (laughs) I know. So yeah. And then in 2019, um, the rumblings of her running, I was super excited. And, Again, I didn't plan to have a whole another account, but you know, politics on Twitter just can't be doing it on your own page. Hellish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I made like a joke once about like a certain old man entering the race and like his supporters kind of swarmed and I got like some misogynistic hate. Bernie? Was, was, like, it Bernie? was it Bernie? I mean, I'm not going to say any names. I don't need any more hate. Come on. Yeah. Um, but perhaps it was. Yeah. And I just like didn't like my name and my face being out there. Yeah. So, I don't blame you at all. Yeah. So. Julie's um, gotten us almost killed 50,000 times. I'm like, oh my God. Jesus. So what, what, what at, was it when she first entered to run for president, to run for president yeah. that you started really doing it when she, when she was, she was a full presidential. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty much the day she announced, um, all that stuff had already happened with being swarm. And I kind of thought, yeah, I'll, I'll run this account. And so, yeah, the first tweet was the day she announced and I was excited. I just didn't really know what I was doing either. I didn't know what I wanted it to be. And then I just sort of, I was like, Oh, let me just make these random fun, supportive tweets. So at what point did Doug, Doug, get on board. <laughs> Doug, oh, my man, Doug, the only man who deserves rights. We can agree on that. Yeah. Um, I believe it was like June 2019, maybe. I think is when he followed. Pretty iconic day. Yeah, that's early. But I was also, yeah. yeah, I was thrilled, but also nervous because here I am occasionally making like memes of his wife as like SpongeBob SquarePants or some shit. And so I was like, Oh my God, am I going to scare this man off? (laughs) But he was so nice and had such a good sense of humor and he was just super supportive. Did any of the other family or like of her staff or family have (laughs) followed you since? Yes. So I think before that Mina followed. Shut the Um, fuck up. That's so awesome. (laughs) Mina, oh, Mina is the best. I I feel like it's crazy how, like, one family can produce so many, like, badass women. But, like, she, super funny, super talented, and she likes, like, the creative side, too. And so she'd occasionally, like, DM me an idea of, like, what to do. And I'd be like, wow, my queen, like, you get it, we get it, we're on the same page. Amazing. Not the DMs with Mina. Oh, my God, that's so Mina good. Harris Iconic. slid into your DMs. It's true. I'm so sorry to, like, put it out there like that, but it was so iconic <laughs> of her to just be like, yes, my aunt needs to be this, this, you know. I mean, she didn't say it like that. Yeah. But it was just funny how, like, she, she got it. She saw the funny stuff and was like, yes. What's going on with the staff? 
I don't know why they haven't well, swooped you up to do events. Once I found out that you love people's couch, I was of course lurking on you hard. I basically just call me Mina. Oh so at one point, you you tweeted you tweeted a picture of Kamala Harris and her sister. Well, this was like an, on inauguration day. You tweeted yeah. a picture of Kamala Harris and her sister Maya when they right. were little girls, and then next to it is a picture of Kamala Harris at her inauguration with Maya in the background, like covering her face, like clearly just. So you yeah. wrote. You wrote on the tweet on the pictures Maya in the background after Kamala was sworn in. I'm crying. Hashtag inauguration day. The picture is so powerful and moving it, it, the nuance. It's the thing about what you post. And I don't I know I don't want to reduce it to clown stuff because you know what? Spud the right SpongeBob beam will make me shed a fucking tear. <laughs> yes, fuck. Exactly. Like that shit works. Right, right, People exactly, are attached to SpongeBob exactly. deep, deeply in their hearts. Yep. And the thing that's the thing about your account and it is creative and it's just there's other people out there who are slinging around laugh montages. Like, I mean, they're a dollar. They're everywhere. It's like there was something very specific about you and what you do. So then, of course, I again had to make it about me and retweet that tweet and say your account is the only reason I'm still on Twitter. And I said Kamala Harris should have you on her staff. Thank you for your endless positivity. And this was inauguration day. And I thought for sure they were going to contact you simply for my tweet i mean honestly and and, and find you yeah and be I like mean, everyone should probably, yeah. yeah that's so nice of you guys but i mean for me it's like the outside looking might be like more fun yeah but i feel like that's i feel true. like the pressure that they feel Ugh. every yeah. day of like having to like you know they carry the weight of so much like historicness on them mm. and like she gets shit on daily for no reason no. Yep. i don't know if i could deal with that like i like you guys should see my drafts Everyone is like, fuck you, fuck you. Like, I mean, I stay positive, but like the drafts are yeah. you know, where I go to yell. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it if I was on the staff. Like, major props to them. On that note, before we let you go, where is it that you're finding all of your, whether it's the, the pictures, the information, the whatever, like mining the information, the stuff that you're putting on, the, on your Twitter? I would say one of my favorites... Reese Colbert, Black Women Views, always has good takes, always promoting Kamala. Love That's her. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's like, so many people. Like, I don't even know where to start. So you just do it all on Twitter, basically? That's where I see, like, the positive stuff. Like, as far as, like, pictures and, like, videos go. I mean, I'll Google that or, like, you know, just go down yeah. the rabbit hole on but like I'm she not, just passed but... this or she just or not passed but she went here she went to this city she spoke to this group i mean we watch all of the white house videos of her yeah i feel like her her staff is actually pretty good um opal is her like her right hand woman she's really good about um posting where kamala is at all times what she's oh. doing this is some good information. Here we go. Opal yeah. Vadan. Opal Vadan. Op yes. Vod she Vod was formerly mm -hmm. Hillary's uh, right-hand person. Oh. Amazing. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Also, Hillary, by the way, can I, can I just talk about Hillary for a second? Mm -hmm. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. She has quote-tweeted my account twice. <gasps> and I will tell you, I have lost my mind both times. Oh, I just my have to say that. God. Yeah. Oh, well, we were going to ask what what wow. other celebrities besides us, Har Har, have have <laughs> have have interacted with you. You guys are my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys are my favorite. And of course, Hillary mm -hmm. twice. I'm still trying to figure out like, do I frame the tweets? Do I put them on slippers? Like, mm. I don't know what to do. So if you what, have any what, ideas, let me know. I mean, I would say keep a compilation. Do start a cross a cross stitch. Mm. I think tweets okay, and yeah. cross stitch are really cute. Mm. But how? Yeah. Um, 
what are they? Tell us what were the Hillary quote tweets. Okay, so you guys will die because one of them, she was on Watch What Happens Live, <laughs> and I, I tweeted just a video of her doing the Shotsky on a Wednesday oh night, and, and she quote tweeted it, and it was so funny. I just felt like everything was coming together. You, you know, Bravo, just, Hillary. Your fucking WAP must have just exploded onto the walls. That is iconic, dude. Yes. I was at work, and I was like, I could not... <laughs> I was losing it. I was losing it. All these engineers were like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. They were like, PK, are you on Twitter? We're at work. Yeah. We're working. Get Uh, off your social media. That's another reason why I can't reveal everything because they're going to know I tweet during work. Yeah. Can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we should tell our 14 listeners that this isn't your real name because we've got to protect. We can't have you getting fired. That as far is... as the other celebs... Yeah, let's oh, hear Oh, sorry. Some... Go yeah. ahead. No, yeah. Let's hear the other celebs. Okay. I was going to say Janelle Monet. Oh. Um, I'm pretty obsessed with that moment. She, I think she did like a a live, Insta Live or something with Kamala. So... Oh. Yeah. That's um, that's sexy. Yeah, she that's probably... Hot. She definitely tried to get, <laughs> get in on that. Huh? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, let's... Funny. This is, this is our... Um, this is our assignment for you. We really want, we don't just want fucking Jane Lynch and Janelle Monet and even us like retweeting right. or quote tweeting during the, the election and right away. We want to keep this, keep like the positive mm-hmm. like flow going in social media and keep like the fandom up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want to do want to tell our 14 listeners, we all need to start like really retweeting this and like, yeah. let, let's get it going. Let's get it. Let's do the wave. Yes. the kiki wave and yeah. get the fucking excitement back yeah. up around her and yeah. the positivity and so we can all fan out yeah yes okay my account is at vote kamala you guys got to go to at vote kamala yes v-o-t-e-k-a-m-a-l-a put the m on put the at sign before and then we're gonna start we you have to be our you know we're, we're not we're none of us and no one on the internet is as good as you at just the nuanced positivity, it, it really, it, however many drafts you do, you, you, you manage to, <laughs> to fi- get there. Yeah. yeah you manage yeah. to find the one that doesn't seem to step on anyone's toes. There's right. no answer back. Right. Like, Oh, what are you mad at? Right. You don't like when someone laughs or whatever right. it is. Like there's no negative that answer back. And if there is one, it's just ridiculous. So I feel good about do you 22. I, I think too. we're going, I, I, it I'm starts, glad we had this meeting. Yeah. It starts right here, right now. <laughs> yep. We love you so much. Yeah, thank thank you. you. It's so nice. Yeah, what thank a lovely, you for having me. Perfect way to start like the new year. Mm-hmm. We're calling it Do You 22. So do you, bitch. Iconic. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Now it's time for So There's That. part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it and I don't blame her. I hate Kristen Cinema and you hate Kristen Cinema and we hate her more than Donald Trump and it's just like when you have a woman Democrat elected to the Senate in a state that has been historically red go and fuck Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's entire agenda. How the fuck are you supposed to find some good news? Well, you know what? It's your birthday episode. That's the good news. 
So, if I may, once a year, there's a so there's that that's easy to write and easy to find because I don't really need to look. Sometimes we get notes from you guys, our glorious 14, and I know I can speak for both of us when I say we've both been touched by some of the truly moving things you've shared with us. And of course, the stuff that really gets us is when you say we've helped you or made you laugh during bad times. Or maybe I was swearing and saying, fuck Kirsten Jizma and Mitch McConnell and their pussy cunt fucks. And you needed to throw your speakers into a vat of fire and tell your small child that was a different language. <laughs> well, this week, I'm writing the fan letter. As Brandy knows, I've written two fan letters in my life. One, to Air Supply. And two, I can't remember to who it was. I think it was Kirk Cameron. We'll never really know, but knowing me, though, it's probably like Joan Rivers and Mel Brooks, but I, don't, I can't remember. Well, this week was Brandy's birthday, and of course she hates it and wants to kill it in a fire and pretend it isn't happening when most of us would like the spotlight cascading down on us. She would rather be thrown into a hydra pit and left for sacrifice. Well, I don't like to rock her boat, but I'm going to have to do it a little bit just for today. I would like to take my time today to read you my fan letter to Brandy Howard. <laughs> Dear Brandy, <laughs> hey Sexo, I'm a member of your Loyal 14, and I want to thank you. Having the privilege of working with you and being able to be your friend has been truly one of the bright spots in my life. I've not always been a good friend, and I'm super annoying, and can be never-endingly frustrating with my absent-mindedness, disorganization, and stubborn Jewish opinionated obstinance. But you've absorbed it all, and despite my shortcomings, have shown up, shown out, and taught me what real friendship is and have never given up on me or our work together. You are also high maintenance, <laughs> challenging, savage as fuck, and if anyone knows what's good for them, they will work tirelessly to stay on your good side. Don't forget paranoid. And horrendously <laughs> paranoid. And staying on your good side is one of the joys of my life. There isn't anybody on this planet I would rather be stuck in the trenches with, and I truly believe, as I did when we first became friends, that you had been somehow blessed with a crazy superpower where much like Mary Poppins or Nanny McPhee, you show up when someone needs you and you leave when they want you. You're insanely thoughtful of other people. You remember details about people's lives. Most of us let go in one out and out the other ear. You're supportive, but you're not coddling. Your tough love can sometimes be confusing. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you let the people you love know without question you love them. I just want to thank you on behalf of everyone who listens to this podcast and those of us who can consider ourselves lucky to have your lighthouse shine on us for as long as you're willing to shine it. Without you, life would be so boring <laughs> and I wouldn't have a job. So I want to thank Pam and Russ for giving us you in all the insane and wondrous forms you show up in. We love you. We appreciate you. Also, fuck you. Fuck off and never, ever stop any of it. Happy birthday, y'all bitch. So there's that. And now the tradition continues. I was going to say, where's my song? <laughs> Here it is. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember all my life. Raining down as cold as ice Shadows of a man A face through a window Crying in the night And night goes into morning Just another day Happy people pass my way 
looking in their eyes. I see a memory I never realized. How happy you made me, oh Brandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. But I sent you away, oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And I need you today, oh Brandy. I'm standing on the edge of time. I've walked away when love was mine. Caught up in a world of uphill climbing. Tears are in my eyes and nothing is rhyming. Oh, Brandy, well, you came and you gave without taking. But I sent you away, oh, Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking. And I need you today, oh, Brandy. Six cry. bar break. <laughs> Good, I'll stop crying. Oh my God. I'm like crying like you wrote the song for me. I'm like, Mary Mandler wrote this for someone fucking me. Yesterday's Mandler. a dream. I face the morning crying on a breeze. The pain is coming, oh Brandy. Well, you came and you gave without taking. But I sent you away, oh Brandy. Well, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking and I need oh wait oh Brandy <laughs> and you came and you gave without taking but I sent you away oh Brandy well you kissed me and stopped me from shaking oh here and I need Happy birthday. Thank you. Fucking poor. <laughs>So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you aren't, I don't even know who'd still be here. I mean, are they just like, why the fuck are they singing? What the? Anyway, if you're new here and you still like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. I mean, and if you love Julie singing, which I do, she sings all the time on the Patreon. <laughs> Our Patreon podcasts are completely different than this one. We do two a week, every week, and there's no politics, no ads, no structure, no rules, tons of singing. But the best part about our Patreon podcast is that we never talk about having to join the Patreon podcast. <laughs> but that's because that one isn't free. Yeah, no, but it's only a dollar. You get one podcast a week for one dollar and two podcasts a week for two dollars. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog, which has hundreds of hours of stupid, stress-free, ad-free podcasts. Plus, you get the philanthropic satisfaction of knowing that with one single dollar, you are contributing to what has become basically our sole source of income since we've got kicked off Bravo. And we know that every fucking free podcast out there that you're listening to on Podbean or Google Play or iTunes or whatever, they all have a Patreon podcast. But here's the deal. 
a lot of those podcasters don't post regularly and they get you on a monthly subscription, which you pay regardless if they post the podcast or not. Ours isn't like that. Now, sometimes we do run late. I'm not going to say that when, as you, if anyone who listens here, any of our 14 listeners know, we can be, we can post things late. But we always post the podcast. We do two a week, every week. And if we don't post them, then you don't pay. Yep. So it's not like you pay $5 and go, wow, um, Boo Boo only posted once this week, one 20 minute <laughs> podcast. No, we do two mm. hours a week, four times a month, sometimes five if there's five weeks in a month. And then, and if we don't do it, then you don't pay. So that's it. And if you, you there's a, a description um, below this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, which has a link to a free episode that you can hear of the Patreon. Um, there's also a page, uh, a link on every page of our website, julianbrandy.com. It says click to listen to our free Patreon episode. You can listen to the whole hour of that free podcast right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's super easy. It's so easy. And if you decide to sign up, all you have to do is import our Patreon podcast feed one time into iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using right now. And then it will just automatically show up there every week next to any other podcast you subscribe to. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And vote Kamala <laughs> and Meow Meow singing for my birthday. Happy birthday. We love you. I love you. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked... He thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day. But by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual. Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie I'm glad we caught you at home Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite right. I could show you my favorite obsession I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite 
from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> 